Greetings, welcome to my podcast. I'm Eric Backer, the naturopath from New Zealand and formulator of the Kanzita range of supplements. In each of my bite-sized episodes, you'll be getting practical tips that you can follow right away to improve your health and lifestyle. So go ahead and binge listen. A common question I get asked so many times by people is how can I improve my stomach function? If my stomach is flat or low, how can I increase its activity? How can I get it working better? I've got heartburn and I've been reading that it could be attributed to low stomach acid rather than high stomach acid. These are things I commonly hear from people. People looking for real solutions to fix up their upper digestive you know, symptoms, problems that they've got. People who are sick and tired of taking acid-blocking medications, or we call PPI drugs. These are terrible. You don't need to be on these crappy kind of medications. Many people who have symptoms of reflux and heartburn, in fact, as you probably will have read on Google by now, in fact, have under-acid stomach, not over-acid stomach. I've been fighting this for 30-plus years, people. I've been working against this paradigm where when people have this reflux, they think, Oh my gosh, I've got too much acid in my stomach. I've got to reduce the acidity. When in fact the opposite occurs, especially when you get older like me, your stomach goes flat and you need to prop it up, get it working better. So let's have a look at some of the best ways to increase stomach activity. One of the key things that I want you to understand is actually in not taking things, but in some lifestyle changes that we need to get you guys to make out there if you want to improve your stomach function. So I've written down a couple of core things I'm going to discuss here that are very important to get that stomach more active and working. If you don't do these basic things, you might as well forget watching the rest of the video because it's not really going to be of much use to you. So the first tip, of course, to get the stomach working better and to improve the acidity is to chew food better. Chewing leads to better, I won't use the word, I'll say pooping. So people who chew better, poop better. Lots of people today don't chew their food properly. They have dental issues, they could have like gum disease or lack of teeth or problems with their mouth. If you've got an issue, you need to get that checked out. Especially as you get older, if you're losing a few teeth, if you can afford to, you need to get that fixed. Because that can make a huge difference towards chewing. So just by chewing food properly and breaking it down to small particle size means you're greatly increasing the surface area of the food and therefore improving digestion and absorption. It makes a lot of sense to do that. Smaller portion sizes. Get smaller plates. You might be eating too much food. Just get smaller plate sizes. Most people eat too much food, especially when they get you know older and they turn into adults. They eat far too much food. So smaller portion sizes make it obviously easier for the stomach to work. Chewing food properly, smaller portion sizes, it's definitely the way to go. And the other thing is to back off sometimes. Don't always eat food. You know, if you can, skip a meal, especially on a weekend. You know, it could be a little bit of an intermittent fast that you could have going on there. Or, but just basically a point I'm trying to make here is cut your sizes of, of what you're eating down a little bit. And also occasionally don't eat food all the time or eat a lot lighter. It makes it easier on your stomach. Now the fourth part of this equation is stress. Stress accounts for so much inactive stomach function, it's incredible. I see this all the time in clinical practice. It's never spoken of. But people who are under stress, even long-term mild low-grade stress, 
what happens in a fight or flight is it the body doesn't really want to have a lot of blood supply going to the digestive organs. It wants, it wants to move that to the periphery so you can avoid stress. So blood flow is going to increase to the legs, you know, to the arms, to the hands, to the head, but not to the stomach. So people under stress, even low grade but long term, you know, they will have an unfortunate experience in that their digestive system will slowly begin to suffer more and more and more. And these people also tend to chew faster, they eat faster. Um, so this is a problem. So stress could be a problem while you've got an underactive stomach, especially if you're eating on the run, you've got weird jobs, you're eating at crazy hours. These are the things I'd like you to think about when it comes to your health. Right, now let's look at some other tips. Taking an, uh, taking an acid like apple cider vinegar, you know, uh, acetic acid, or looking at, at good quality lemons, nice sort of sour bitter lemons, which is the citric acid, both these are good things to take in regularly if you want to improve your digestive system. I've been recommending apple cider vinegar now probably since the 80s for people a long, long time now. And it's only really just becoming in vogue and in fashion. So these things, these acids really help to improve your body's ability, not just to produce acid, but to slowly break down food. They're cleansing and they have a nice stimulating ability with the upper digestive system. So these organic acids also really improve the pancreatic function if you keep if you keep eating them. By constantly having apple cider vinegar in your diet and, and lemon juice, it's going to reduce your body's ability to produce SIBO, leaky gut, candida, and a whole bunch of other problems. So try and do what I do is always regularly have either cider vinegar or lemon juice in your diet. Summer's upon us now in New Zealand, so we eat lemons every day. So these are a good addition to the diet. So digestive enzymes is another thing that you could be looking at doing. You know, there are different types of digestive enzymes. You can get betaine and, uh, for example, betaine, hydrochloric acid and pepsin. So hydrochloric acid and pepsin is a common digestive enzyme that many people take, especially for protein digestion. Other people will take enzymes, you know, which tend to be more diverse and a wider range. And they could be broad spectrum digestive enzyme. Check out Canzita Restore, the product I made with the green label. That's got a whole bunch of enzymes in it, and even probiotics, which can seriously aid digestive health. The enzymes are especially important if you're under stress, and you're, you know, you're burping or bloating, or you've got issues there, and you think you're not digesting food properly, and the, the stress is temporary, or you just want to you know, push through something, enzymes can work quite well for you in, in that case. Enzymes help many people recover from poor stomach function. Check out my other videos on stomach function when it comes to stomach tolerance testing with, with enzymes, particularly hydrochloric acid uh, and pepsin, you know, to work out how flat the stomach is. And you can do that through a simple test. You can only do it through a bicarbonate soda test or taking capsules of enzymes in increasing quantity until you hit your tolerance level. But I've done videos on that, so check that out. There's a lot of talk about manuka honey being good for stomach function. I don't really see that um, as being a special attribute to manuka honey. Many honeys will improve stomach function, low acid stomach. I've got several books in my wonky donkey bookshelf over there, uh, older ones, you know, from the turn of the century right up until the 1960s, and many, many of those. Older doctors recommend honey as a great aid for digestive health. 
So if you get a raw honey, good quality honey, doesn't have to be manuka. It'll still have antibacterial properties about it. Honey's great for wounds. It's good for helicobacter pylori in the stomach. But just try a little teaspoon of honey if you've got an upset stomach or poor digestive health. It can help you quite often. Obviously, if you've got a bad candida problem, you know, or you really react to sugars, you'll need to be careful. But many people with low acid stomach do benefit from a little bit of honey, inclusion of honey in the diet. The last point is you need to deal with infections. So if you've got Helicobacter or H. pylori, which many people have, you may have symptoms, you may not have symptoms. My recommendation is if you've got a lot of heartburn and reflux or a problem behind the sternum or just some kind of problem, burping a lot, get it checked out. Get a breath test done, maybe a stool test done to see if you've got a stomach infection. There's a bacteria that can live in your stomach and if you've got it in your stomach, it can create a lot of problems and there are different ways to eradicate that and you can also check out my videos on helicobacter pylori regarding stomach this can often be a problem and underpinning a poor functioning stomach making you think you've got an ulcer you know, or something else going on when in fact it's a bacteria that needs eradicating and again check out Canzita restore the product with the red label we've successfully used that for eradication of H. pylori. So I hope that covers enough for you people today regarding some good tips on how to revive a flat stomach or under acid stomach. Be particularly mindful, I'll just say that as a close, regarding the stress. I see this is a big problem for a lot of people, especially as they get a bit older beyond 50 and their stomach function declines. It could well be part of your problem. Thanks for tuning in.